Welcome to Ron's Adventures, the podcast that highlights the adventures Ron Pierce has experienced throughout his 30-plus years following God around the world. With me in the studio are Ron and Karis Pierce. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I'm really excited for this particular podcast because I've heard it has something to do with snakes and water. And, you know, to me, that combination just sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's snakes and water in India. And what happened was uh, many years ago, when I say that, probably about uh, 15 years ago, I was in India and um, we were being taken by some national church planting leaders to the various out, outcropping, shall we say, of their ministry in and around Hyderabad. And Hyderabad sort of in the middle of the triangle of India, right in the very middle. And we were going around to the church plants that they had done. And I remember the first day um, we went to this one church and the people were uh, so poor and they were crushing rocks beside the road and they were selling these broken rocks to a truck that was coming by and they were making gravel basically by hand. And they would get a little bit of money and they were so poor and they were King Cobras. It was the capital of the King Cobra snake in all of India was this area. And they had a huge church there, uh, 400, maybe 500 people that when they heard we were there, they all came running from their crushing of rocks (laughs) and they came to the church together. And many of those people that day would have little if no food because they didn't crush many rocks, but they wanted to come to church. So their entire job was uh, crushing rocks. They got it. Wow. Yeah. And they dragged them out of this lake that had all dried up and they dragged these stones to the shore, these big rocks, crushed the gravel, truck would come by, they'd push Mm. the gravel onto it and they would get a few rupees of money for food. They were also farmers at the same time, but farming wasn't doing good. There was a huge drought at that Mm. time. And so that was the one day. The next day is where I'm going to pick up this story to tell you because I've been in sort of scary situations, but as you say, Joy, snakes <laughs> is not one of my, my favorite things. I feel a little bit like Indiana Well, actually, Jones I said it was a little here. fun, but I'm well, taking it that you no, don't think it no, was. No, this was not fun because there were snakes all over the place there. So we pull up to the church and there was a large congregation there. They were waiting for us. They wanted to give words of uh, greetings to me to be in India, and I was supposed to go up and give a message and pray for the sick and the usual things we would do at a, at a meeting of that sort. And they brought these folks up, and this one gentleman came forward. Oh, he looked deathly sick, and he and his wife were there, and I remember he became sick all over my shoes, and he oh, just, 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 just threw up, and he was... He was thin, gaunt, and I just prayed for him and his wife, and they appreciated it so much, um, the, the fact that they were strong believers, but he was just sick, and he was an elderly gentleman, probably near death. Mm. And so um, after that adventure, I went into this house, and this was a very, very poor shack hut because I was going to do a water baptismal that day across the road, a couple of 300 yards into a field. And so I had to go in there and put on, take my good clothes off and put on shorts and uh, a T-shirt and get ready to go into the water. So I thought this will be fine. So I go in there and the lady of the house had just taken 
and got rid of all the King Cobra snakes out of the house before I got there. And I felt so grateful <laughs> that for that. nice of her. <laughs> so nice. And then wow. I go in to get changed. And here I am. I'm sitting there um, on the edge of a wooden sort of bed and with small little mattresses on it. And I'm looking across the room and under the same bed on the opposite side of the room is the biggest rat you've ever seen in your life. I thought it was a cat. <laughs> like this thing was massive. And it was staring right at me. And I thought, this thing's going to attack. And I thought it was going to come. Do rats attack? Well, I don't know, but this one looked like it. And, and he had his beady little eyes on me. And, and I thought, I better get out of here. So I, I thought, um, I, I better go. But he, it was sort of like he was close to the door, and it was either crawl out a window or go past him to the door. So I very gathered up my clothes slowly, and I walked over, and this thing didn't move. He And I was probably about three or four feet away, and he was just staring at me. Like, usually they will run yeah. away. I think I was doing the running that day because this thing was massive. And that's why the king cobras come, to eat the rats? Yeah, they wow. eat them. And so I don't know how this thing got so big. And <laughs> he anyway. has survived. He's so a anyway. survivor. So I get changed. And here I am going out across the road, and they take me into this field. And we're followed by, I think it was like 10 or 11 people that were being water baptized, as well as the congregation of about 200. So I was at the head of the pack with the pastor and, and uh, this young man and a couple of little little children who were beating the pathway, you might say, ahead of us. And they were trying to scare the snakes away that were in the field that might be there. So they were doing that ahead of us, and we got down. There was in the middle of the field, and there was some for some sort of irrigation there, there was this concrete sort of cistern. And I'm going to say it was like four feet, um, four feet square. And it's probably that, maybe five feet. And so it had about four feet of water in it, dirty water. And I thought, okay, here we go. So I go down to Did this Did you volunteer thing. for this job? Well, I was supposed to. I really didn't want to do it because okay. I don't like doing those things uh, in another culture. Right. I'd rather them do it for their own people. But no, they insisted. So here I am. So I go in the water and I sink into mud. It had to be six inches of mud. <laughs> and I thought, oh, Lord, protect me. Don't let there be anything. Like leeches. That's all I'm thinking. Well, about leeches, I was thinking more of snakes but, oh, okay, or right. something that would bite and cause pain. <laughs> and uh, so I go down and I sink through the mud and I'm standing there and I thought, oh, everything's okay. Then all of a sudden, something slithered through my toes. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. <laughs> and I still remember, don't move, don't move, don't move. And I thought, I got to do this quick. So I'm in there with this slithery something or other. I never got bit. I was okay, but I did not like it. So the people would come in and they would give a testimony. The testimony would be translated. I would water baptize. This went on, uh, we're going to say for nine people. The 10th person was this lady that came in and she was crying. I mean, she was just um, in tears. And, and I looked at the pastor and I said, I, I, are we ready? Is she ready for this? Uh, like, uh, should we be postponing this for? No, no, no. I know the situation. He says, it's okay. Do it. Mm. Okay. So she comes in. She's crying away. And uh, she gives her testimony through tears. And, um, and then I said, I will baptize you. And I baptized her. She wasn't crying when I was baptizing her. She gets out. And the ladies all help her out of this cistern, et cetera. And we're walking away. And she was fine, and then she broke into tears again. Um, and I asked, said to Pastor, I said, what, what, what was that all about? He said, you see that group of men and, over there, and it probably 
uh, I would say a quarter of a mile away, on the main road, there was a hut there. And it was a meeting hut for the militant Hindu faction in the area. These were the guys that wanted to persecute and suppress Christianity. And they were uh, having a meeting, and they were going to march down and do damage to the church and to me and everything like that. They were probably getting their courage up while we were uh, baptizing. And so um, he told me, he says, that lady, that's the leader of the militant's wife. And he says she was crying because she knows that she will be taking the biggest um, beating of her entire life for being water baptized, confessing her faith in Jesus, and walking away from Hinduism. And she said, he says she knows what's in store for her. But wow. And I said, well, she didn't want to wait, back off. She was sure. Oh, she, he says she, she knew she had to do this, declare her faith, because she was not ashamed of the gospel. And I thought, oh, my goodness, this is where reality really sets in, both to hmm. following Jesus in India as well as obedience to the gospel over the beating of yeah. a husband. It just, it was really incredible. And so we walked back uh, to the car and we were ready to go. Water baptism is uh, especially significant in India because of all the gods that they have. Adding another god on isn't that big of a deal, but exactly. forsaking all their gods and being mm. baptized is an exactly. outward expression. Exactly. So. In fact, I, I remember the first time, Karis, that I saw that was in Calcutta. And uh, we walked into this house and I remember seeing over the door that there were three pictures, and Jesus was one of the pictures that you know the traditional picture of Jesus was the was was up on the wall, and two other Hindu gods above the doorway. And I walked into the house and I said, um, what, "What's what's going on here?" And uh, the pastor told me at that time, he says, "This person has made a commitment to Jesus as being a god." Um, and therefore, it was sort of like that you said, adding another God onto the two billion gods <laughs> they've got. Well, we'll just add Jesus on for um, wow. safety's sake. And uh, we'll just make sure we got all, all the bases. bases. <laughs> yeah, get all the bases covered. And so we'll just put them up on the wall too. And I said, well, this person is seeking or has they become a Christian? And we say, and the pastor said, we say that they are seekers right now. But when they take all the other pictures down, and leave the picture of Jesus up on the wall, that's when they're making a commitment and saying, I am a Christian. And then when they're water baptized, that's, he says, when we know that they are a firm Christian to follow the Lord at all cost. And so that was sort of my Because that would be beginning. a through the eyes of a Hindu to forsake all other gods. That oh, is big. quite the statement and commitment they're making. Oh, it is. Wow. It is, Totally. So that was my adventure <laughs> from the rats to the snakes to the slithery things in the bottom of the cistern to a lady crying. I've never had a lady cry during a baptism before <laughs> except that one time. And then um, to hear her story yeah. was very inspiring. And it, it goes back to my favorite, favorite verse, I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation for all that believe. Hmm. Uh, a final question when a believer commits their life to Christ that was Hindu, do you know, are, are they, would she stay with her husband? Would he kick her out? Like Who knows? I, yeah. I really don't know. Um, um, she would, she would stay. She would stay. She would stay. Right. And probably, I'm going to say this, if he wanted her, mm-hmm. she may be expelled. There's all sorts of things right. that I've heard happen. So in this situation, I don't know. I don't think there's a general rule. 
right? Because with Hinduism, it's a little different. With other religions, it, it's because yeah. I've heard stories with um, certain re- other religions where they're completely expelled from the faith if they, oh, yes. yeah, and oh, out yes. of the community kind of uh, thing. Exactly, right? exactly. And wow. that's 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 a big issue. It's just that it, it's not it's not so much of being kicked out. It's the fact that this woman was bold enough to try and bring Jesus in to the family. Right. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. She wasn't concerned about the price she was going to be praying, uh, being paying, mm-hmm. but she was wanting her husband, children, relatives to understand about Jesus because she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was the answer. And they had been looking in other gods when she found the God. Mm-hmm. All right. I knew it was going to be a good one. Thank you, Ron and Karis. Listeners, you have heard another episode of Ron's Adventures, the podcast that reminds you, if you see a giant rat, do not make eye contact and just keep walking. <laughs> you <right? got> it. <laughs>